When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. In November of 1877, Georgia-born author, poet, and musician, Sidney Lanier, published what he considered to be the best poem he'd ever written, Song of the Chattahoochee. Out of the hills of Habersham, down the valleys of Hall, I hurry amain to reach the plain, run the rapid, and leap the fall. Split at the rock and together again. The lyrical work, written in a cadence to echo the rhythmic ebb and flow of the Chattahoochee, describes the river's journey from its start in Habersham County to its end in Georgia's East Gulf Coastal Plains. Lanier skillfully describes the river in human-like motivations. It has a mission to achieve, to water the fields of Georgia, and to provide power to the mills that line the river. But less than a century after Lanier published his Song of the Chattahoochee, the landscape of northern Georgia was permanently altered. Where once the river flowed through fertile hills and valleys, There is now nothing but water for miles in every direction. Because in the mid-20th century, the Chattahoochee River was dammed, and in its place, Georgia's largest lake was created. A body of water named for one of the state's greatest poets, Sidney Lanier. But Lake Sidney Lanier has a darker story than just man's interference with nature. It's what that interference caused. Lake Lanier is a story of destruction, death, underwater ghost towns, and the myth that this body of water may in fact be cursed.
My name is Brandon Schecksneider, and you are listening to Southern Gothic. In 1946, the United States Army Corps of Engineers was charged with the task to dam the Chattahoochee River in order to create a reservoir or man-made lake capable of providing hydroelectricity, navigation, and flood control of the river. This lake would also serve as a water supply for nearby Atlanta. However, before any work could commence on the project, the United States government had to purchase the land that would in only a few years' time become the bottom of the new lake. Land that had already been settled and developed. The first of these many transactions was in 1948 when Henry Shadburn, an 81-year-old ferryman in Forsyth County, Georgia, sold his 100-acre farm, known as Shadburn's Ferry, to the United States for $4,100. And over the following two years, the federal government continued to purchase more than 50,000 acres total. Prime, fertile farm and bottomland from individuals and corporate businesses alike. And the land was cheap, mostly selling for about $50 an acre. It's unknown how many families were bought out and relocated during this process, but estimates range from 250 to 700, with additional reports that those who refused to sell their land had it seized and were forcibly removed their homes left to be overtaken by water. Construction of the Buford Dam finally began on March 1, 1950. It took six years and $45 million to complete. And by 1956, the backwaters of the Chattahoochee River began filling the once dry crevices and valleys of the North Georgia foothills. With each passing week, month, and year, the water creeping closer and closer to what had become abandoned towns and homesteads, filling to such an immense proportion that the new Lake Lanier took between three to five years to reach its, quote, full capacity at 1,071 feet above sea level. But by this time, most of the signs of past human habitation had been drowned by the water long before. The destruction caused by Lake Lanier's creation was more than just family homes. A total of six churches and 15 businesses were deconstructed 
moved, and reconstructed elsewhere. And while the majority of these relocated buildings were wooden structures, those made of concrete and brick were abandoned and left to be consumed by the rising waters. In addition, a total of 20 cemeteries had their remains disinterred and moved. Most were smaller, family-based cemeteries, which were common in the northeast Georgia hills at the time. But in spite of this effort to ensure that the dead were respected, it is unlikely that the residents of every small family cemetery were successfully moved before the waters rose. Today, it is nearly impossible to determine and identify every single thing lost. Growing waters indiscriminately consumed everything in its path, from farmlands, fields, forests, and even another lake named Lake Warner. Entire towns like Oscarville, Georgia, were consumed. Its homes, businesses, roads, bridges, toll gates, and historical landmarks. The rusted remains of ferries, once used to transport residents across the Chattahoochee River and back again, were even left to sit decaying along the lake's bottom and on its shoreline, for it was easier to just leave them to rot than deal with their relocation. So there they remained, decaying remnants of a lost era. But there is more to what was lost than merely inanimate structures. These places were places where people lived their everyday lives. And of the most memorable losses was the Looper Speedway, a half-mile dirt track once located off Old Cleveland Highway at the point of what is now Laurel Park. The track was owned by Max Looper, and his nephew Edwin Looper worked there in high school. Edwin once described his time there. We watered down the track before each race. You couldn't race on Sundays in Gainesville back then. So they ran races on Saturdays. Mostly ran 39 Ford Coupes. The one guy ran an old Plymouth. But these races stopped in the 1950s as the backwaters of Lake Lanier creeped closer, forcing the community's beloved speedway to close for good. Lost only to memory until 2001, when a drought severe enough to drop the lake 15 feet below full capacity allowed the top rows of Looper Speedway's old concrete grandstand to briefly be exposed once again. An eerie reminder of a fading memory. Yet as the years go by, some people believe that the destruction wrought in order to create Lake Lanier has cursed it. The lake, becoming ever more infamous 
for an unusually high number of deaths that occur in the water. Everything from boating accidents and drownings to cars sliding off the road and into the water for seemingly no obvious reason. Estimates put the number of deaths associated with Lake Lanier at about 675 since 1956. Some years, upwards of 20 have lost their lives in these waters. Numerous stories of boats capsizing after hitting something in the water have been told. Yet when the area is searched where the accident occurred, nothing of any significant size to cause the turmoil could be found. Others purport the occurrence of sudden, dangerous rogue waves that seem to come from nowhere capsize a boat and then disappear. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all, I want to take a quick minute to tell you about one of my favorite nonprofit organizations here in Middle Tennessee. It's called Poster Nashville. Now, this organization supports people during times of housing or medical crises by providing compassionate, temporary care for their pets. That's right. Poster helps secure loving homes for beloved little furballs when their human companions are going through things that might otherwise cause them to have to give them up. But since Poster began back in 2020, they've been able to reunite nearly 250 pets with their loving pet parents after they were able to secure housing keeping families together through tough times. Of course, y'all, I have to say from personal experience, it's been an awesome program to be around. My kids and I have been fortunate enough to hang out with some of the pups. And trust me, what Poster is doing through a devoted network of volunteers is absolutely heartwarming. So if you'd like to help, Poster is in the middle of their annual fundraiser right now, trying to hit a goal of $20,000. And it would mean the world to me if you'd consider helping us get there. All you got to do is visit southerngothicmedia.com slash bark. That's right, southerngothicmedia.com slash bark. Especially strange are many of the tragic stories of drownings. First, 
as they frequently occur close to shore and in calm water conditions. And second, because many of the victims were people who were considered to be strong swimmers. And ominously enough, those who have survived near drowning in Lake Lanier have reported the feeling of being dragged beneath the water by invisible hands. But for all of the tragic death, the most notorious is the Lady of Lake Lanier. In April of 1958, Delia Mae Parker Young was purportedly traveling with Susie Roberts to the Three Gables, a local roadhouse in Dawsonville, Georgia. Susie was driving her 1954 Ford across the Lanier Bridge when for some unknown reason, she lost control of the car, crashing off the right side of the bridge Divers entered the lake and searched the area, but neither the vehicle nor any remains were discovered. The only physical evidence of the occurrence was a set of skid marks suggesting that the women's car went into the lake. Then, a year later, In 1959, a fisherman discovered human remains that had floated to the surface of the lake. Further examination yielded no obvious cause of death, and the individual could not be identified. Although the body was noted for missing both hands and several toes, many assumed that these were the remains of either Delia or Susie, but at that time, it was impossible to know for sure. Thirty-one years passed before Susie Roberts' 1954 Ford was finally found. When in November of 1990, the lake bed was dredged in preparation to set the foundations for pillars of a new bridge. Unexpectedly, the shell of a rusted-out car was discovered, with human remains still inside behind the wheel. Through the personal belongings found in the car, a purse, rings, and a watch Susie Roberts was able to be identified. And in light of this discovery, it was finally concluded that the young woman found decades before was in fact Delia Mae Parker Young. For three decades, Susie Roberts was trapped in her car, hidden under 90 plus feet of water having come to a rest on a steep slope, stuck within the tree trunks, mud, and other detritus that make up the bed of Lake Lanier. 
But now, she could finally be properly laid to rest. It is this tragedy that has been the foundation of the most persistent legend associated with Lake Lanier. The apparition of a young woman in a blue dress that has purportedly been seen time and time again walking up and down the length of Lanier Bridge. And according to those who have seen this spirit, who has since become known as the Lady of Lake Lanier, she is missing her hands. Another of the numerous apparitions to purportedly haunt Lake Lanier is that of a mysterious raft seen floating on the lake late at night. Its inhabitant, a shadowy figure pushing along with a pole, a lantern lighting his way. Those who have made claims to have seen this nautical apparition say it seems to appear and disappear from out of nowhere. One such sighting was reported by two fishermen who claimed to have seen it at about 1 a.m. on a cold autumn night. The raft was spotted in a section of the lake that is known to be roughly 45 feet deep. Yet the raft's rider seemed to have no difficulty navigating the deep water with merely a pole to push him along. The two fishermen watched as the figure traveled along before it suddenly shouted and jumped from the raft into the freezing waters. Afraid that something was coming for them, the fishermen quickly pulled up their lines and prepared to leave the area. But when they shined their lights across the water, there was no sign of the raft or the figure. The dark surface of the lake was calm and undisturbed, as if nothing large had ever disrupted them. Those who believe this tale to be true believe that this mysterious figure was in fact an echo of the past, when men once traveled the shallow rivers and creeks among the foothills northern Georgia that have since been consumed by Lake Lanier. Today, there is no doubt that Lake Sydney Lanier is an economic boon to the state of Georgia. A study conducted in 2000 by the Marine Trade Association of Metropolitan Atlanta estimated the economic impact of the lake exceeded $5.5 billion annually. And since 1957, the powerhouse generators located at Buford Dam have alone produced more than $96 million in hydroelectricity. Additionally, the dam has successfully served as flood control for the region 
Lake Lanier also continues to play host to upwards of 8 million visitors annually, with 68 parks and recreation areas, 122 campgrounds with more than 1,200 campsites, 10 full-service marinas with restaurants, gas docks, pump-out stations, and boat storage. It is the largest lake in the state of Georgia at 26 miles long with 692 miles of shoreline, covering more than 39,000 acres of water, reaching depths as great as 211 feet near the Buford Dam. Deeper than the Statue of Liberty is tall. Yet all of this beauty and prosperity has come at a cost. Families and communities were uprooted, human developments destroyed, and an incredibly high number of deaths have occurred in this man-made reservoir, feeding into the mysterious legend that Lake Sydney Lanier may in fact be cursed. My name is Brandon Schecksnyder, and you are listening to Southern Gothic. Southern Gothic is an independently produced podcast created by siblings Brianne and Brandon Schecksnyder with the support of listeners like you. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to receive even more content, including ad-free episodes, head over to our Patreon page today. The link is in the show notes. Lucky Lady Shacks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you ever wondered who the Mary was from Bloody Mary? If the Loch Ness Monster was real, or if Ouija boards actually worked? On each episode of the family-friendly Unspookable, we look at the histories and mysteries behind your favorite scary stories, myths, and urban legends to get the real stories behind the scares. Want to solve your next mystery? Find and follow Unspookable now wherever you get your podcasts. 